Like I'm every woman. No, you're not. <laughs> like <laughs> we put this pressure on ourselves. We set that standard as yeah. women to be every woman and and to still live up to the standards of the 50s or whatever that yeah. women didn't have to work as much because the husband was the breadwinner. Well, in today's world, both people are usually working in order to support the home. So if you're trying to, to, to be great and amazing all the time at all things, you're going to fail at everything. Ooh. And then you even harder on yourself because you're like, <laughs> I'm failing at everything. <laughs> When in reality, you're trying to get 100%. Yeah. You can't be 100% at everything all the time. It's not even possible. Even the best of the best. I love that. Yes. Nobody can give 100% to everything. Just do the math. That don't even work. It don't work. Basic <laughs> that does not work. <laughs> Basic math. What are we doing here? <laughs> hey, girl. It's Marisha Franklin, your host and founder of Wife Life. I'm so glad you stopped by to join the conversation today. Here at the Wife Life Podcast, we are dedicated to connecting you to godly wisdom and practical tips that will help you in your own personal wife life. So listen, as we get started, I encourage you to join the conversation with an open heart, an open mind, and listening ears so that you can receive as much as possible. All right, let's get started. Hey, it's season three, episode two of the Wife Life Podcast. The theme for this month is life balance. Today, we're talking to Lisette Walker, a mogul in her own right. She's been married nine years to Marcus Walker, and they have a beautiful son named Blue together. After graduating with her bachelor's in finance, then attaining her master's in business, she spent many years working in the small business self-employment tax division of the federal government. Later, Lisette worked as a sales executive and accreditation specialist for a contracted government insurance carrier for 12 years full-time while simultaneously building her salon and hair care products brand, Loose Hairs. Loose Hairs was voted the best salon at the Kansas City People's Choice Awards in 2019, as well as recognized by the Not.com in 2019 for best bridal hair. Currently, Lisette is a hairstylist at Loose Hair Salon, a licensed beauty business educator, and a licensed commercial and residential realtor. In her spare time, which I can't see how she has any, <laughs> she likes to travel around the world in search of the best beaches with her husband and friends. However, out of all of her accomplishments and experiences, her greatest joy is found in spending time with her family and her son, Blue. So let's see what Lisette has to say about life balance. It's so good having you on the Wife Life Podcast. Yay! <laughs> so our topic this month is work-life balance. And I know, you know, you have you have a lot that you juggle, not just now, but like through the course of your life, like you've yeah. always juggled stuff. So you should be like a pro juggler by now. <laughs> uh, I'm a clown. That's what it is. <laughs> So, so why do you think work-life balance is important for, for married women? So like you stated, I am a complete clown when it comes to juggling. <laughs> so work-life balance is important. And I, you know, and I went to a conference, I heard somewhere, I don't remember what it was, that the word work-life balance is bad because you, you're putting work first. So it should just be life balance, right? That's good. Uh, because work is shouldn't be your life. That's so work-life balance for me is super important because I juggle a lot. So if I don't find a way to balance it, um, somebody is going to miss out. Somebody's yeah. going to lose out. And 
a lot of times it does become our spouses or it does become our children that lose out um, when we're trying to be career woman and trying to conquer the world. So having that balance and understanding that balance is important is, oh my God, life-changing. So for me, it's really a life balance um, because work is, work can be anything. You can change your job. You can work less. You can have less hours. You can rearrange but the full life, what's important, your marriage, your children, your home life, there's no changing that. You know, yeah. that's not something you can negotiate on. So being able to balance my life as a whole is is important to me. That's good. Yes. <laughs> life balance. We change it. It's called life balance now. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. So share with us maybe a personal experience dealing with this or, you know, something you had to conquer or just an experience. Oh my God. Where do you want me to start? Because my whole life, okay, let's start with even relationship, even date my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I met Marcus, I was working a full-time job mm-hmm. um, and I had the salon. And, but before I was dating him, I was working both jobs full-time. A hundred percent. Now that sounds crazy, but I would get off work. You know, I would get off my nine to five, five, so to speak, start my other job at five 30 and be out of there by 11 o'clock midnight and then do it all over again. And I did this every day. So when I met him and, you know, know that that was someone that I was trying to build a life with, my work became a conflict. Mm-hmm. you know, cause I barely had time for, for dates and I barely had time. So I had to make an adjustment even in the dating phase Wow, where it was like, ma'am, <laughs> <laughs> you going to date this man um, or not. So, and even like for him, he, he would have to just always adjust, you know, his schedule on my time. So mm-hmm. I'm always like, Oh, we, we got to be somewhere at nine o'clock. Oh, make it 1030. Um, <laughs> that work out? And so my real life experience with work-life balance has always been the case, always been adjust, having to adjust because one person, one thing always take the majority of the time. It's really hard to keep it balanced all the time. So when you think of a balance, you're thinking of something being leveled, being 50-50, being like a true balance, a little bit here, a little bit there, and it balances out evenly. It's really hard to do. Something always suffer, right? Yeah. So you have to decide what that thing is that's going to suffer. So early on in my relationship, it was like, uh, I, I, my business is just starting. I'm in the early stages. I can't, you know, I can't do this. I had to find a way to do it. It was challenging, but I had to find a way to, to make it work. Even if the date was at 10 o'clock PM, you know, the date had to happen. And so as you grow in life and you go to different stages, the balance shifts, it changes. So it's a constant battle that I still deal with on a daily basis. I love that. I love how you said it's, um, it's impractical to really think that you will be able to truly balance every aspect of your life perfectly. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that gives, that gives us such a, a freedom or a break not to feel bad when we don't, when, when something is lacking, but understanding that we haven't forgotten about it is just right. that may lack for that second, but then you'll bring it back to balance. Absolutely. 
And here's the thing about that. It's we put this pressure on ourselves, right? Girl. Like, yes. Like I'm every woman. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> we put this pressure on ourselves. We set that standard as yeah. women to be every woman and, and to still live up to the standards of the fifties or whatever that yeah. women didn't have to work as much because the husband was the breadwinner. Well, in today's world, both people are usually working in order to support the home. So if you're trying to, to, to be great and amazing all the time at all things, you're going to fail at everything. Oof. And then you even harder on yourself. Cause you're like, <laughs> I'm failing at everything. <laughs> When in reality, you're trying to get 100%. Yeah. You can't be 100% at everything all the time. It's not even possible. Even the best of the best. I love that. Yes. Nobody can give 100% to everything. Just do the math. That don't even work. It don't work. <laughs> that does not work. Basic math. What are we doing here? <laughs> so tell me a little bit about saying no, what you've learned about saying no. Oh, Jesus, saying no. <laughs> Oh, you now you now you talk about a sensitive subject. <laughs> Whew, saying no for me has changed my life. Um, and, and you know what? And saying no in every arena. So I'm. It doesn't sound like it right mm-hmm. now in this conversation, but I'm naturally a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. I want everybody to be happy. Yeah. I want everyone to love me. Mm-hmm. I want drama free. La la la. This is great. Living in my bubble. Yay. I want that. I want the kumbaya. I want that. That's my my safe space. Mm -hmm. So in order for me to get that constantly, Mm -hmm. you have to say yes to please everyone. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. At least that's what you think. You know, so saying no has like shaking me up, feeling like I'm not going to have that. Like I'm not going to be able to please people. But saying no has also freed me from doing, you know, trying to do everything all the time. Like that whole thing. Like you got to say no. There's no way you can't say no. Yeah. There's no way. And even if it's not now, even if it's later, you know, even let's do this. Let's do this in a little bit. Yeah. Not now. And a lot of times people don't take that. Don't take uh, (laughs) not now very well. They don't take no very well. So saying no is equally as important as putting in the work and balancing and part of balancing your life is saying no because if you put on too much you say yes to too many things you're going to lose the balance and yeah saying no for me is very difficult it's it's a very difficult thing for people pleasers yeah but it's it's a it's absolutely necessary because I felt like oh my god he's not gonna see me the same anymore Mm -hmm. if I don't do this oh my god this person is not gonna see me the same anymore but everybody else around you will adjust so how would you encourage some ladies that may struggle in this area like what are some practical tips you would give them struggle you said just struggle just struggle okay just you know and I hate to say it like that but be unapologetic about your failures sometimes mm-hmm. because we we are harder than ourselves than anybody else. Like you, I always have these moments where I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. You know, and it could be, it could come from a, something small where I measure myself to my old self. And I hate that people, you know, that's a thing. Yeah. And it's only, oh, you know, measure yourself to old self, but your old self was in a different situation. So you could have been 
measuring yourself to your old self, like incorrectly. Yeah. You know, don't measure yourself to your old self if your old self was single and free and being able to do whatever you want to do. Yeah. But then, you know, you have time to put in work. Sometimes we measure ourselves to our old selves and we're thinking we're lacking or we're failing or we've stumbled or we're no longer doing great when it's like, no, our our life's changed. Yeah. And when we start feeling like we got to be 100% all the time for everything, we get lost. We get lost in in the trying. So then we're not even savoring that moment. You know, we're not even happy. We're not even looking to see what's going on. We just get lost. And so what I would say to someone who feel like, you know, oh my God, I'm not doing enough or I'm I'm losing myself or I'm falling apart or whatever. Okay, reevaluate what's important to you and focus on that and see what's failing. Okay, so if I evaluate my life and I'm realizing my work life is struggling. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to have a talk with my husband like, hey, uh, I'm tripping. I need to (laughs) start working more. (laughs) Bear with me for a second so that I can pull that up real quick. And then I'll come back. Okay, just give me a couple of weeks, a couple of months or whatever. I need to get my work life together because if my work life is struggling so bad to the point where I can't get out of it, then I'm no good. I'm stressed out. So when I'm stressed out at work, I'm stressed out in life. I'll I'll bring that home. I'm stressed out to you. I can't be whole to you and and support you and do whatever it is when I feel like I'm not whole in one place. So you just got to you got to give yourself permission to take a minute to see where you're failing at and then give that one a little bit more time. But no, when you focus on that thing, the other thing that you've been nurturing, the, the thing that you've been planting you know, that you've been, that you planted, that you've been watering. The word I'm looking for is watering. Mm-hmm. The thing that you've been watering, it's okay if you don't water it for, a, you've been doing great. It's yeah. it's not going to die immediately. Give it a moment. Go to this other plant that you haven't watered in months. It's about to die. That one's about to die. <laughs> so if you can nurse that one back yeah. to health. Meanwhile, not completely ignoring this one. Yeah. Just that one doesn't require constant nursing anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, you will know what requires your attention by just looking at it. That's good. It's, 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 it's going to go up and down. Yeah, I like that. And I love how you mentioned communicating. You know what I mean? Not just yeah. trying to buckle down and trying to fix everything at one time, but actually communicating like, hey, I'm struggling this area. Give me some grace and I'll come back. Absolutely. I Absolutely. love that. And, and if and they be like, no, you need to be great. Okay, well, I'm going to take my time out. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> she's going to do that. Understand that I need a moment. I'm not going to completely ignore you. I'm just not yeah. going to have a date night every night. I'll give you once a, a week or the weekend. I'm just not going to give you every day of my life when the other piece of my life is falling apart. Yeah. Like I got to get some time to pay attention to that before it falls completely. The key is to not let it all crumble so far down that you can't pick it back up, like make it humanly possible. That's where the balance come in at. Like, okay, I'm looking at this. It's an evaluation process. I'm looking to see where I'm lacking at. And I'm like, okay, it's in this department. So I got to work on this department and then go to the other one. But like you said, grace on yourself too. Yeah, that's good. And and I love how you mentioned just um, 
it's kind of like taking control of your life, you know, not in a selfish way or not in a way that's disrespectful to your husband, but just in a sense, sometimes I think sometimes as women, we can sit and wait for someone to pick up the pieces for us, or we can sit and wait for someone to come and rescue us when it's like we get married and we become one, but you still have your individual life. If that makes sense, you know, and so you do have to evaluate what's going on with yourself. And that's like, to me, what I heard was like health, like keeping your whole self healthy, you know, absolutely work internally, mentally evaluating what's really going on. Just like if you were at a job, you would evaluate every aspect of what you do. So it's like evaluating every aspect of who you are and what you have going on will keep you from sinking. I love that. Absolutely. That is, yes. That's, and it's, I mean, and you'll, you'll notice it really, you take a second to look, it don't take a whole like life. It don't take a whole like hours of life evaluation. It's something you notice pretty quickly. And if you need a therapist or somebody to help you identify it, that's fine too. But if you just sit still and just have a moment with yourself, you'll be like, man, I'm really messing up here. Like, I'm really not okay. If you feel personally, you're not satisfied with with an area of your life. Just, you got to do something about it. Let's talk about, like, expectations. Okay. Because um, that's another thing that make us get stressed out. The expectations is like, you're actually the one who's setting them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you're setting the expectations of what you're supposed to be like. Like, you're doing that on the front end even in the early stages of your marriage, even in dating, mm. you you set their expectations by being something. Oh, I hear what you, you're saying. You set the expectations, not only for you, but you have set the expectations of what he expects of you. Absolutely. Okay. I got that you. Is way better. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm trying to say. I got you. So, so, you know, we spend so much time, like even when dating, we spend a lot of time trying to impress, trying mm-hmm. to be the whole woman. Yeah. We, we, we prove to them that we are the whole woman. Like we prove to them from day one, like, oh my God, I can do this. I can manage my life I, and I can be fly and sexy and keep yeah. it together and do all this for you. This is what I do. Yeah. When you fought to do that, like you, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't wake up like that. <laughs> Girl, listen. <laughs> It took everything you got to bring that to the table. Listen, and you made it look flawless and easy. Made it look so easy. Like it was nothing. Like Now he expects that all the time. Every day. So (laughs) I would say as a wife, like Mm -hmm. if you're the person who get up and cook breakfast every morning and make his lunch and then come home, cook dinner. If that's who you are, wonderful. Yeah. Let's get it. Keep it up. Mm-hmm. But if that's not who you are, don't even start off like that. Like, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not making you breakfast. <laughs> <Not with this. laughs> and 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 your husband is not going to expect that because you didn't do that while you were dating. You didn't do yeah. that early on in the marriage. You didn't yeah. do that. But if you started that off, you know, like it's like it's like lying on your application to get a job. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> And then you get the job and you got to live up to it. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. So this is a note for the young wives. 
Don't start yes. nothing you can't finish. Okay? Do not. Don't do it, sis. <laughs> don't do it. Nope. Engage. If you engage yep. or if you're in the first five years, don't start nothing that you're not planning to finish. Don't do it. Don't do it. And it's, you know, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be a better wife. Like if you're married and you're like, I don't care about this. I'm going to be who I am. That's not good. Right. That's not what we're saying saying at all. But don't set the standards so high that you are dying to meet it. Yeah. To meet it, let alone exceed. Right. You got to give yourself a little room to grow. You know how the little kids, they don't let them get fours because they need room. They need to show them that they've improved. <laughs> you need to get that same concept because if you are at the top of what you can do, mm. it'll start becoming the norm and it won't even be special for him anymore. Yeah, that's good. And not only are you struggling through, you're struggling to get to the standard. Now the standard is an expectation. Right. And the standard is the norm and it's no longer appreciated. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> Bet I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're dropping them jewels, girl. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, you got to set the standard fair, great, um, amazing so that you can feel good about it. But and also, not- and being authentic. Like what I hear you saying is you got to be authentic because if yes. that's not authentically who you are, you can't keep that up. No. And not only that, he has to know, he has to love you for who you are. Yeah. Yeah. You can't start off like that. And then five years down the road, you're like, yeah, I was just doing that to get you. So <laughs> <laughs> I got you now and you, you're in trouble. It's just like at work. If you are. If you don't have any room for improvement at work, you're doing great. You're doing amazing. You're, oh, you're perfect. Okay, that's fine. But then you are like dying to do that. So if you end up getting a promotion at work and now they're loading more onto you, oh, you did all that. It looks so effortless. So now they're giving you another project. They're loading something else on you because you look like you're chilling. You make it look so easy. You got room. You can do it. And so it's the same thing in your personal life. It's the same thing when you're married. It's like, okay, this is what you do, boo. I expect this every day Yeah. on top of the extra, the extra to make me feel special. I expect that too. Yeah, that's good, Lisette. That's Lord. good. Yep, that's good. So what resources would you recommend, whether it be a book, a song, or something that has helped you? Oh, resources. My goodness. Okay, so... My biggest resource, I would say, is people that are around me, like Mm -hmm. the Myrishas of the world, other wives, other women that um, just having a connection with other women and being able to talk amongst other women freely and being able to be myself has helped me become more self-aware, right? Or helped me to just, you know, be a better person, be a better mom. I, I just honestly, I feel like other people is the biggest resource just like today this lady was at the shop and she her kids went through the same school system as my kid and they even went to the same school so she got one kid that's still there he's a little older and she's like um yeah you need to have this teacher you need to have this and this and you need to handle this yeah if this happened you need to call this person you need to do this and I'm just like man I wouldn't have had that I wouldn't even got that information from her if I didn't open my mouth about struggling with my kid at school. 
Yeah. Right. Like had had I not said, oh yeah, we're we're finding a little difficulty here, she wouldn't have gave me freely gave me that information. Like, oh, that's easy. Go ahead and call this person and they'll help you. Yeah. Sometimes it's a matter of us like opening our mouths so that the people around us can become our resource. Mm-hmm. Uh, my biggest resource, like I said again, is other wives and other moms and people dealing with the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. I love that. Community is is really what you're saying is having yeah. community around you. Love it. So if you had any last words, what would you leave the ladies with today? Get over trying to be like every woman. It's so ridiculous. It's actually very obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> It is so ridiculous. <laughs> I, I would say trying to be every woman and trying to be perfect is, it's not good for your mental. Trust yeah. me, I, I tried and it's no, it's a no for me. I'm so <laughs> over it. So be up unapologetic about taking breaks from whatever it is. Um, and, and in order to be a great wife, you yeah. know, you got to be a great person and I know we I've hear so many people preach self-care now. Oh, thank God. Finally, somebody said it. You yeah. know, that's mm-hmm. how I feel about hearing everyone talk about self-care. So as mm-hmm. a wife, your husband is expecting you to slay at everything, you know, like slay at life, look good doing it. Okay. Be on point. Yeah. You gotta be smart and be a a, a, a stepford wife and be barbie all at the same time while telling him he's amazing while respecting him and let him lead and submit okay (laughs) we're gonna do all that all of that (laughs) that's fine let's get it but if for one day i don't feel like doing it i will sit in my sweatpants put on my sweatshirt turn on netflix i'm clocked out and and you gotta be unapologetic about that because nobody's gonna give you that break Nobody's going to give you the time to be like, let me take a break for myself. Don't nobody feel sorry for you. (laughs) (laughs) Society in life, everyone is expecting you to be great. Yeah. So they're not going to feel sorry for you. You got to steal your moment. I tell my my friends all the time, steal your time. That's my thing. Steal your moment. Girl, listen, that was good. I'm so glad you stopped by. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe and leave a review. You can also sign up at thewifelikepodcast.com to receive updates every time we release a new episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cherish Wife Life. Just so you know, we release a new season of weekly episodes every other month. January, March, May, July, September, and November. If you haven't listened to all the other episodes, make sure you go back and listen. All right. Until next time, talk to you later.